Well, this is a kind of long podcast for me, and as you'll hear, there's a reason for it, because it actually ended up being my March podcast, stretching all the way till the end of April, for uh, reasons that will be explained herein. Hope you enjoy it. Donald J. Trump, total and complete Trump, shut down. Until Donald J. Trump can figure out what the hell is going on. What, what the hell? Donald J. Trump is going to hell. Shut down, Trump. The United States going to hell. Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump. So my topic for this month has been... Well, actually, that was last month's topic. It's now turned into this month's topic. Very difficult to complete, because every time I record a segment, the next day or so, I'm presented with new information. And I just came across a word to describe this, what we're dealing with. It's called a... Infopocalypse. You gotta admit, adding apocalypse to the end of something to make it seem more severe, mighty creative. It's not something you hear every day. That's why I made a note of it. And he definitely has a point. There's no denying that. that now, not in April 2018, and we are in such an, an environment at this point in time. Let's listen to a little bit of that never to be released. 
serious topic. But Pierre Rito and influence people's opinions because they think that those are the opinions of real people and not program groups. And I feel certain that the chief president of the White House definitely believes in the influence of groups. I would explain why he paid extra $50 to attend his rallies for three hours
Trump. If Putin, if you look, Putin created Donald Trump. Guess what, folks? Not a liability. Donald Trump did ISIS. Donald Trump did ISIS. Election. I said that they think that these reports might be over. 
specifically, on voters who had previously voted for Obama and then voted for Donald Trump. And they found the three most influential stories, fake stories, misinformation. One of them was that Hillary was in poor health. Others said that Hillary sold weapons to ISIS.
recently. I've got information about Marco Rubio warning about our elections being hacked. Quoting Rubio from the Tampa Bay Times from April 20th, 2018, most of our election officials in Florida, I believe, with all due respect, are overconfident. I don't think they fully understand the nature of the threat. Unfortunately, Rubio was not specific about who was doing the hacking. Kind of like that Port Charlotte woman that wasn't too specific about who was doing the rally organizing. What the hell is going on? Oh, no, it's still ahead. Oh, no, it's still ahead. Oh, no, it's still ahead. But I didn't want to end this podcast on such dark stuff. So I was going to read a commentary from Pat Byrne from Largo that was printed in the 20th of April. On in 2018 and he said I believe the revelations about the dark side of social media will turn the corner for newspapers I feel that the curating and contextual pertinence of papers can never be matched familiar format and styles greatly facilitate access and comprehension I remember foolish predictions of the paperless future. Generally, as the computer age dawned, newspapers will defy pundits and remain a vital part of our lives. That's Pat Byrne from Largo. And finally, I wanted to end with a quote from Matt Fliegenheimer from the New York Times. He said that a tornado of newsmaking has scrambled America's grasp of time and of memory. And he said the cure is newspapers. And I think he's right. You gotta slow this stuff down. And stop trusting the bots. Stop trusting the bots. Now it's 7.45 p.m. On April 30th, I want to get this podcast out in April. But I came across one more article in the newspaper. It was just too pertinent for me to ignore. And in it, it was about how Facebook is trying to change things. So if stories are are found to be inaccurate or false, they don't want to censor them by getting rid of them completely, but they're making them much smaller, and the true stories will be presented in, like, the sidebars and much larger images and print. This has led some people to believe that there's a conspiracy trying to cover up the truth contained in those false stories, and that's why they're making them so small. As you can guess at this point, those stories are getting shared more than the true ones. And I'm sure many of these people are convinced that the reason why Facebook is making those stories smaller is because they don't want people to know the truth. And the truth is, Facebook just doesn't want to censor them. Suffering, 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 suffering.
Suffering, 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 suffering